Hello everyone, welcome to the new Artist Spotlight podcast. It's been a while. I'm Wilco Wilkes, I'm going to be your host today and you'll be hearing a lot more of me going forward as well as we interview some of the finest independent artists from around the globe. The dulcet tones of Plummy are now gone and they will be missed. Uh, we'll all miss him, I'm sure. But thankfully, I'm not going to be doing this alone. Watch out for a mystery announcement at the end of this show, um, which will give you a little bit of an insight into what's going to happen going forward. The whole of the New Artist Spotlight community are part of this podcast, and we hope to get as many of you on the show as possible in the coming months and years. Any questions or comments that you've got on the podcast, please get in touch. Uh, you can DM me or email me on wilcowilks at gmail.com. And remember, you can always check out newartistspotlight.org for some of the best playlists in world music, plus news, reviews, loads of good content on there. Um, but without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to our guest for today. Hailing from Hip Hop Hotspot Detroit, he's one of the uh, upcoming stars in rap. And when you hear his new track, Lock In, later in the show, I'm sure you'll agree. But welcome to the show, Origin Cross. Hey, thanks for having me. Good to have you yes. on, mate. Thank you. It's good to finally be here. I've been, I've been plotting on these interviews for the longest. <laughs> yeah, well, you're a man in demand, you know, you're, you're, you're on the rise. So you, hopefully there'll be uh, plenty more interviews and stuff for you as well. Um, right. So yeah, I mean, I, I love your work as well. It's uh, you've got some great tracks. I've been listening to your, to your back catalogue. Um, but for people who haven't heard your music, uh, how would you describe it? Man, that's always a really interesting question to get. Um, I actually, I, I don't have a a good answer for that, just because. Um, even recently, I did a poll on my Instagram where I was like, "All right, if you can compare me to any other artist, like who would you say?" And everybody's just like. No, you you just sound like you you got you got your own sound, um, but influence wise, uh, as I'm sure you could probably hear in like lock in, you can probably see I put like a lot of influence from like those artists with that like really aggressive attack. Um, even though I try to pull in some musicality with it, so like an Eminem or uh, kind of like guys like Hobson or Dax or <sighs> Token, something like that. Those guys that are just yeah phenomenal, phenomenal lyrically and stuff like that. I thought a little bit of Dax as well. I mean, he is. Um, I've only been introduced to him pretty recently, and yeah, the guy is good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I heard a bit of that in, in your music. Now that's a really good idea as well. I might steal that about the um, asking other people who you sound like. Yeah, good idea. Want to see who people are kind of comparing and contrasting you to. Yeah, sometimes you don't know what other people are thinking when they listen to your music, do you? So um, I like that idea. Um, so you've recently changed your artist name, haven't you? I think you were Origin before, um, and now you are Origin Cross. Um, why was that, and how did you end up adding the cross, and what, why cross, um, and um, what was the sort of process? So, like you said, originally I was just Origin, and like I've had that name since... I don't know, middle school or something like that. Um, and it's just because my whole thing was just like originality. So I've seen recently that there's just a lot of artists that are starting to take the name Origin. Like I just looked it up on Instagram and there was like 10 different accounts of people named Origin who are artists and uh, search for it on Google. You get everything else before me. Same thing with YouTube. So the name was just uh, basically just overpopulated. And so I felt like I needed something that uh, was actually original. Um, so I actually, I did another poll 
and um because I, I really want to make it a thing to like make my fans feel involved in like me as an artist and stuff like that and really make them feel like they're a part of the, the bigger picture um so I did another poll and I'm like I'm thinking of changing my name you guys got any ideas anything that you feel like might fit and even though I already went back and forth with uh, my wife and like one of my best friends who's on a lot of my songs, uh, Cool City, and I just asked, like, um, thinking of these different names, uh, do you like any of these, do you like any of these? And actually, my boy Cool City was the one who said cross, but it was just cross spelled the regular way. And I'm like, all right, so now how do I make this into something else for me? And I put the X in the middle uh, just a stylistic change that I felt really, I put a cross inside a cross. And uh, I like that. thank you. And basically the idea was I wanted something that alluded to like my religion and like my faith, because I feel like that's always something I incorporate in my music. And without that, um, I'm a different artist completely. So that's, that's how I settled on cross. It was the only thing that we had came up with that either didn't suck or you know, it sounded cool. It was easy to say. And I wanted to keep Origin because I have Origin merch. I have Origin everything, my license plate. If you see my last music video, it comes on and it's just Origin. So I wanted people to still be able to call me Origin. And I wanted to be able to keep the nickname OG that I got from my fans shortening Origin. Um, and it fit at a last name. You can still go by your first name. And the process was, it was easier than I thought it would be. Uh, basically, I just went on DistroKid and I put in an edit request on the last song I put out, which was Show and Tell at the time. And basically, it gives you an option to update across your entire catalog. So I just select the option. Uh, it tells you, like, all right, it'll be reviewed. We'll get back to you. Um, and then some stores take, like, a couple of weeks to process it. And so Spotify was the quickest as... I think it always is with things now. Uh, started switching stuff over to a new artist page. Um, and then I just had to contact Spotify, like through Spotify for Artists and say, hey, I got a new artist page. Can you transfer my followers over? So I didn't have to like start up from zero. And they got right back to me. It was like, yeah, sure. Um, then they asked me if I wanted to keep the old page or let it go. And I'm like, I'll keep it so that nobody else can claim it. And I can still see all my old stats. And they were just like, all right, cool. And that was like they made it That's really good. simple and easy. Good to know that it's easy. I like I love that um, cross within the cross thing as well. I've not really like not thought of it like that before, but that's really cool. It's in the middle as well. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I like a bit of symmetry. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so cool. Um, so going like right back to the beginning, then you mentioned that you've had this name since middle school. Um, what sort of got you into music in the first place, and and what's your sort of history with music? Yeah. So. Um... When I was like really, really young, my dad would, uh, you know, like if he was driving over to a friend's house or one of my friends house or something like that, he would always play Tupac in the uh, in the car. And so that was like really my introduction to rap. And cause I have older parents, so they usually listen to like, uh, like old school jazz and R&B and things like that. Um, so the Tupac wasn't really like a thing that was just, like normally played around the house a lot. And I don't know what it was like, uh, All Eyes on Me, which was the, he had it on cassette tape and he would play it. And I'm like, I love this. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's a good place it. to start. Yes, sir. And um, from there, uh, you know, just growing up in the city, that's pretty much like the most popular genre that you, you're going to find anywhere. Um, and Eminem and I don't like when I went like tough times and stuff like that for some reason mm-hmm. Eminem's music just connected with me and made me just like yeah I'm know, the same me... how old are you by the way I wonder if we're from the same era I was born in 88 I was born in 97 oh really wow <laughs> okay I'm a lot older than you then uh, but no yeah I mean even over here like everyone knows Detroit because of Eminem and because of 8 Mile and stuff like that and it must be a cool place to be doing um, rapping in. Uh, no, not no. not really. Um, see, the thing about Detroit is as much talent as there is here, and as much uh, good things about it that people won't really tell you outside of Detroit. But the one drawback of Detroit is uh, there are a lot of people here who don't support. Uh, because either they feel like it's gonna your your success is gonna drop from their success, or they just don't want to see somebody else be successful and they don't feel like they're successful. Like I don't know what it is here, but the mentality is is so backwards. Instead of helping each other grow, we try to stop somebody else's growth so that we can grow ourselves and you know not realize that their growth can help our growth. And as a unit, we're much stronger. But uh, yeah, and I think that's one of the good things about the, the new artist spotlight community that everyone's trying to, everyone's got each other's backs, and that's the way it should be. When, you know, we're all doing the same thing, music artists. But I think I've found a similar experience at times. You know, you've got people who, um, who you might fit with quite well, and then they just don't bother respond or they don't. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. I think people are quite protective of their own thing, aren't they? And, maybe don't back each other up as much as they as much as they could do yeah so it's I, like there's enough room for everybody around us to grow yeah yeah exactly yeah the, everyone loves music there's enough people out there um and we're all different as well and like you know your, your stuff is a lot different from my stuff i'm a rapper as well um mm. and so yeah as a, as a rapper, very fast I'm, rapper yeah i try yeah 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 um uh, so yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm interested in your processes and stuff. Like, how do you go about your writing? Do you um, do you make your own beats? Do you um, do you write to music, or do you write and then um, find a beat, or how how does it work for you? So, and it's connected to the first question you asked about how I kind of got into it. Um, and to actually finish asking that, really, it was my cousin who is a singer. He came to. We ended up meeting in high school, finding out we're or middle school, eighth grade, finding out we were cousins, and then just saying like, "Hey, we want to work on music. You sing our rap, let's just do it." Um, so that's really the beginning, and we're just recording on a laptop, just the sound recorder on the laptop, and the beat playing off YouTube at the same time from the same laptop. It was very bad, but um, so the process has obviously changed since then. So I used to just write. That would just be I, I would just write in a notebook. And I would say the raps or I would record videos for YouTube and just rap, no beats or nothing like that. Um, and then as things progressed, and like I said, me and my cousin started to work on music, I would start, uh, I would write and then I would try to force it to fit to a beat or trying to find a beat that fit the best and then try to put that to that. But that didn't seem to really be working well. 
uh, because then you would have to go back and restructure things or you would have to try to, you know, oh, well, the beat does this cool thing right here. So I feel like something should have emphasis right here, but I don't have anything with emphasis still here. And it was like a process. So I began starting to find the beats first and then uh, writing to the beats. Then I had the great idea that a lot of us have as rappers is, oh, if I can make my own beats, I don't have to pay anybody for it and it'll be exactly what I want. And and then I was terrible at making beats. So I stuck to just finding beats or buying beats and then writing to those beats. <laughs> I think I've gone through a very similar process myself. Yeah. Um, you sort of learn from your mistakes, don't you? And then move on to the next thing. And and then you identify a whole new load of mistakes that you've got. To, um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm in the phase at the moment of um, trying to write my own beats and not being very good at it. <laughs> Uh, but um, yeah, maybe we'll get there. I'm hoping I'm going to be in this for a long term. So did you see yourself as like, um, you know, something, this is something you could be doing for life? Uh, do I see myself making music for life? Yeah. Absolutely. I always said, um, no matter what I become, because I've always wanted to either be, and I'm going to say this for everybody here, uh, a rapper or a wrestler. And wrestler was first. Like I wanted to be in WWE. That nice. was the dream. Um, then I wanted to sing, realized I couldn't sing. And I'm like, well, rap is kind of like it because you can still use your words, make people feel things. And uh, that's when I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be a rapper. Um, but yeah, I always said no matter what, like, even if I became a wrestler, if I did anything else, because like, I have a mechanical engineering degree, I work as an engineer. Uh, so I'm like, no matter what I do, I'm always going to rap. And, you know, nowadays you can have your own home studio. You can have everything you need basically at your house. And it's a lot more convenient, a lot less expensive than it would have been in a different era. Um, so I feel like it's a thing that's definitely sustainable. Like even if I'm, if for some reason I never make it, make it in music, I can always continue to make music because that's what I'm passionate about. Yeah, I think we're pretty lucky at like that to, to live in this era. And um, yeah, again, similar to myself as well with the um, sort of not feeling like quite a good enough singer. And uh, But rapping, it's using a lot of the same stuff, isn't it? Rhythm and um, there's, there's definitely skills to it that I don't think, I think maybe I took it for granted, but a lot of people can't rap and a lot of people don't have the skills. But you, my friend, are certainly somebody who can rap. Uh, I appreciate <laughs> that. Thank yeah, you. yeah. So tell us about this um, new single then, Lock In. Oh, Lock In. Uh, so Lock In is basically a track that addresses all those people who kind of see that you might be successful, but, uh, you know, they're not genuinely there trying to support you. They just want to stay along for the ride in case you do become successful and then you can help them out some type of way. So the song is basically Lock In Now while I'm still trying to get it because once I've got it, don't try to come back. You can't. You know, uh, can't come a knocking on my door later on saying, hey, man, remember me? Yeah, man, I've always supported you. Just uh, I just never showed it out, you know, in tangible ways. But uh, yeah, I've always supported you. You know, I'm so glad you're doing it. Like, no, like, you have now to show your support. And then after that, somebody else is going to support and I'm not going to have to ask them to. So lock in now. But, but yeah, and you're right. Um, there's, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people who you think... Um, could be supporting you maybe more um 
but I mean, because there's some people who really show you support as a, as an independent artist. They've got people who I've never even met who you know share everything I do and uh, and always bigging me up. And um, yeah, you do wonder about um, what's going to happen like further down the line. Will people still be there, or um, like you say, people show their faces if you start to make it? Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a great track anyway. Um, I've listened to it several times. Um, so we'll play it now. Uh, would you like to introduce it? Yeah, so this song is my latest single, Lock In, available everywhere on all streaming services. Check it out. And I appreciate you listening. Locking, 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 I can't let you come and knock it. Lockin', 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 it's that fire, this be rockin' Gotta lockin', 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 got my scope, I got my target Now they treat me like an option, when I blow, just know we not friends I've been laser-focused on my goals, I can see them now I got the vision, can't reduce it or subtract it out Moving radical, my groupin' isn't with the crowd I move quiet, my success has just been talking loud I can't help it, I've been grindin', ain't no pretty Ricky Who used to diss me, life suckin', count like 60 hickeys I'm shifting quickly, gearing up, you gotta watch the envy They marvel at me like a Twitter war with Walter Disney Get it full resentment, see how I move independent I ain't attached, they wanna be back, cool But I'll burn a bridge and a remnant, all on my neck, chain I wear the beef like it's a pendant Told you get down before I get it, last one minute You with it or you gon' witness when it's all aboard Cloud of smoke, that engine roars Don't get hit by sliding doors Screaming for help, I might ignore Forward, I'm moving toward When I tour, need crowd support Show for one or a thousand more Bit before you leaving no Lockin', 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 I can't let you come and knockin' Lockin', 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 it's that fire, this be rockin' Got a lockin', 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 got my scope, I got my target Now they treat me like an option When I blow, just know we not friends Nobody's touching me right now Hop with the beat and the grinder I'm just getting my traction All the rest don't slide by Hydroplane, I fly high On a higher plane, I set sights On finer things, then red wine Down Perignon, under star skies Chatting up my bloodline Ain't none of them gon' struggle So it's worth all my trouble I teach them things like giving thanks And all of them gon' hustle No real recognized real And the right ones gon' lay Why people never did show up Only after my glow up Treat them more like smoke us At the neck like stone mud They slept on me, then woke up I hauled off, ain't slow up And put them back in their beds Like Toyota Tacoma My Roman on to be fresh I can smell a foul request From a chicken head or a lame duck Tryna party at my best Ain't support when I had less You failed that pretest So you may never be my guest You just moving my behest You can kill those regrets Just Lockin', lockin', lockin' I can't let you come and knockin' Lockin', lockin', lockin' It's that fire, this be rockin' Got a lockin', lockin', lockin' Got my scope, I got my target Now they treat me like an option When I blow, just know we not friends hey. No, we not No, we not Who said shoot your shot? Oh, he thought Now they know that feeling When you wear ball, watch it drop Amazing. What a tune that was. Thank you. And um, I, yeah, I love it. I love how you mix up your flow in it. It all keeps it interesting. 
Thanks. Yeah, I definitely try to keep the flow switching throughout the track to keep it, uh, you know, attractive to your ears and things like that. Yeah, you can tell. You can tell. Uh, you can tell with, with some rappers, it's the same flow or it's the same all the way through. Um, with you, I, I can, you can tell that you you think about that and you think about the structure of your songs and it's um it's always on the mind, isn't it? Um, yeah. and that's what's going to differentiate yourself from from other rappers, I think, and make you you know get you ahead of other people who who don't really have that in them. Yeah, um, I'm really technical. That's uh always been my approach. I've always been like uh like I said, just technical with everything that I do. Uh, as far as bars, as far as um song structure came later, but now that I'm like getting better at it, it's definitely a thing that I try to actually sit down and make sure is as good as it can be. So I, I look at the beat, um, like I'll pull it up in the, in the in my DAW, I use Studio One and I'll actually look at it like, okay, this is meant to be this part. This is meant to be a bridge or this producer just kind of free balled it and he just kind of made it random. So I just kind of got to figure out how to either structure it or just flow with it um, to make it as dope as it can be. So yeah, definitely just, trying to approach it technically and then make it sound like I didn't. Yeah, I think that's a good way to do it. And uh, I think one of the criticisms people throw at rappers as well, um, they say, you know, anyone can do that. It's just talking. Um, so I think when you do add the technical elements, it's, it, it is better because you, you know, you're proving that it's not something that anyone can do. Yeah, definitely. Cause I, I appreciate the people who go out of their way or not even go out, of their, go, go out of their way, but they take the time to say, yeah, dude, I could never do that. Like, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how your brain comes up, comes up with that stuff because it's, it's not easy. And if it is easy, then either one, you probably suck or two, you're probably amazing. But for a regular person to come up with the things that we as rappers who are actually like, dope rappers say like it would take them like years like months like they would sit there and have to brainstorm and like put so much work into it and for us we can make a song in a day a week uh, something like that and like it'll come out you know really really good and like I don't think people realize that it is a craft and it is like something you have to work at because no one just starts off at the top of their game yeah, I agree with you. And I think there's certain, um, like you say, I, and people can say, oh, well, it's easy. I could do that. But they're not doing it. Um, and I think until you do sit down and you, and you start writing and trying to write a song and then you don't get like two lines in and think, no, this is rubbish and quit. And, you know, there's all sorts that goes into it, isn't there? And, um, you know, you're tweaking things and then practicing and recording and getting your voice projection right. And I mean, there's a million and one things to think about, isn't there? But, um, Yes, yeah, I think so. people who don't understand it will still just say, nah, he's just talking over some music. But um, yeah. the ones who appreciate rap, um, such as myself and you, um, you know, I think we can tell who's who's good, who's got it, um, and maybe who needs to give up. <laughs> but no, not give up, you know, I'm, I'm not yeah, dissing you know. anyone, but, um, just, you know. Just keep trying. Just yeah, exactly, keep, keep trying. trying privately for a little while until you, <laughs> you know. I mean, even that takes guts just to put yourself out there and express something creative. Um, oh, yeah, in front definitely. Of people. Do you do much live stuff? Oh, um, well, I've actually performed 
the last two Saturdays um, at different showcases. Uh, but it's the first time in a while, given everything, the lockdown and quarantine and all that stuff. But overall, I wouldn't say I've done a lot live. Uh, a few performances here and there for different showcases and different hosts and stuff like that. But uh, it's definitely something I want to get more into. And But stage presence is definitely a thing that I know I need to work on. Um, as the music is getting better, I definitely need to be able to get up on a stage and like show it off, you know. I'm a little yeah, bit that's stiff tough, as a person. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm I'm a bit like that as well. Um, but it, it you've got to be yourself as well, haven't you? I think people, if you, if you sort of really doing it over the top, I think people would see that as well. Yeah. Um, but that's cool if you've done it two Saturdays in a row now. You know, you want to roll, keep going. Yeah. Um, so how did you um, hear about New Ice Spotlight then? How did you get involved with uh, with NAS? So that's a question I knew was going to come um, just from watching so many of these interviews. And uh, I actually had to go back and figure it out because it's like it hasn't been that long, but it feels like it's been forever. Um, so I actually I went and scrolled back through the uh, beginning of like me and Ed's. Everybody should know Ed by now, but me and Ed's uh, Instagram messages. And I'm like, nope, this is the beginning. So I went to submit hub and I went and scrolled all the way down and I found Ed Eagle and I clicked on it and it was just a, a, like a submit hub DM, like a follow for follow type of thing like that, um, where he had sent, you know, his like link tree or something like that. And it was like, yeah, uh, they follow me here. And I was, you know, doing the same thing. And then he was like, hey, if you want, I can add you to my uh, to my playlist. And it's been locked in ever since, really. Uh, a year now, right? Yeah. Right. Over, yeah. over I mean, a year. He's on it, Eddie Eagle, isn't he? I don't know how he finds enough time in the day. <laughs> the amount of stuff that guy does. Yeah. It has to be him. At least in the beginning, I know it, was, it had to be like a, like this time suck, but uh, I, I know he's got mods now and mm. things like that to kind of help the process, but it still seems like he's probably just always busy, even with all the extra help. Yeah, he must be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right as well. The mods do a lot of work and it's um, it's a great community to keep going and um, support local artists all over the world and get advice from each other and all sorts of things. Um, so we're lucky to have it. Um, so over the last few days, I've been listening um, in preparation. Uh, obviously, you've been doing preparation as well um, for this. And um, there's some really good stuff in there. I like a lot of it. Um, but I see, when I, as I was listening, I listened to it chronologically. So I started right at the beginning. And I thought, okay. and I didn't really recognise your sound in those sort of first few tracks. And then, But as I was listening more, I felt like it was evolving. I felt like you were getting more confident. I felt like you were really sort of finding your style and your passion was kind of really coming through in every track. Would you agree with that? And um, how's your approach changed in the last few years as you have gone on? Uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I totally agree with it. Mm -hmm. uh, That's definitely fine. with the, with the like, um, when you say the passion stuff like that seems to be uh, coming out more. Uh, I think lately, I've more or less kind of found a sound, I want to say. Um, like that, if you started from the beginning, then the first thing you probably heard would be like 
Journeys Remain Forever, like that first EP I put on on streaming. Um, and with that, that was me. Everything was me except the beats. So I mixed and mastered everything myself, which is why it isn't as good as everything it is as everything is now. Um, and so I'm trying to figure out the right way to put it to you. Those songs I feel like were were me, especially me at the time. Um, and like a song like Moral Code, which is on there. Uh, that song for me was like the song that was like, this is me. Like I try to make myself a part of all of my music, but Moral Code mm -hmm. was like a little snapshot into like, this is where I'm coming from. Like, this is me, this is part of my life. And so um, my sound may not have all, may not have been there all the way as it should have been. Um, delivery, different things like that, that just come with time and practice. But lyrically and message wise, I feel like I'm in that song. And the same with all the rest of the songs, but that song especially, like Dream was a song that I wrote for for my now wife, who was just my girlfriend at the time. Um, and then going forward, uh, there was like a big gap. I think I dropped one song in 2019, which was one of one. And I feel like that song had a lot more like conviction in it and the delivery and everything like that. And I feel like that was one of the songs that was just like, okay, all right, I, I can see it. I can see them kind of starting and then after that there was another big space and this was just all because I was in college and I just didn't have time and I was drowning for five years um but yeah then I think I came back with like right before I graduated or right after I graduated uh with and we up and I liked it some people didn't make reviews on it um, it was very, the chorus was very long and very repetitive. And I guess it was a little bit uh, tedious to listen to. Um, and then I think Talk My came and with Talk My, there's a DJ in the city um, named DJ BJ. And he holds a, a, an event on his Instagram live called New Music Mondays. And basically you just join the live and he would, like, you send him your music uh, and he will play your music on there. And, you know, there's people in there, they either say it's fire or it's trash or, you know, like you get feedback right then, you know, some people are going to hate, some people are going to support. And uh, what ended up happening was they're like, yeah, the song is good, but uh, like you need to have more confidence in your delivery. And they said, um, the mix needs to be better. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know, and some people like came and like, followed me after and things like that. But I think one person commented like, hey, um, I can help you with your mixes. And I'm thinking it's gonna be some guy that's just like gonna try to like rip me off. Like, yeah, for like 150 bucks, I'll, I'll uh, mix your song and I'll have a sign on like professional quality or something like that. And the guy, uh, I ended up tapping in with him. His name is Tay Jacobs. He's the one that's been mixing just about everything you've heard in the last six months or more at this point. And he was like, yeah, I'll give you a discount on the first couple ones. And I always tell people, like, oh, I don't have any money. Because I always, I always think people are just going to try to get money out of me. Yeah, yeah. And um, he was like, well, you know, like once you get, you know, get, in a, get your job, because it was I was still at home, unemployed. And he's like, once you get your job, I'll uh, give you a discount on the first couple ones. 
And I'm like, well, how much are you talking? He's like, well, we'll talk about it then. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. I want you to tell me your price. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I went back and I was like, hey, uh, I started working. I uh, wanted to see how much you were charging to to mix and master and everything like that. And he was like, um, well, I'll mix your song for 25 bucks. And for 50 bucks, I will um, do any extra vocal production, which is like, anything beyond just like the EQ and compression that, you know, has to mm-hmm. be on the song and just simple stuff like that. Anything like if I'm trying to sing, and like I mentioned before, I can't, um, him having to like fix that and like make it sound decent. Um, that would be like an extra $25. So I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, first song I sent him and he was, uh, he worked on it, it was just a song, just like straight up rap. The second song I'm glad I sent, sent him, when I did, it was a song of me actually like trying to sing. And he sent it back and it sounded really good. And then after that, his price did go up a little bit, like $25 to eat. So it was like 50 and 75 instead of 25 and 50. Mm-hmm. And he basically changed my audio uh, life because now <laughs> the music sounds so much better. And now I think the added benefit of knowing that the music is going to sound good after everything is all said and done uh, makes me even like go into the store, go into the studio and just try to like deliver it my best and go as hard as I can on it because I'm like, I know I can write. That's been like, even when I was like completely offbeat and like I was just not that good. Everybody always says, you got bars, you can write. Maybe you just want to be a writer for somebody else because like you you were you just don't have any rhythm. Um so now that I, I kind of got my rhythm together, um, and I know I got bars and things like that, I'm like, all right, now I can just go in there and I'm like, everybody keeps saying confidence, confidence, confidence. I'm like, well, I'm gonna fake it till I make it or I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna do something. I'm just gonna go in there, I'm just gonna attack it like like yeah, that's the way it's an assault, that. you know. Yeah, I'm not I can't just go in there and try i just gotta go in there and just like destroy it and if if i fall flat on my face going in there trying to destroy it at least i try you know mm-hmm. and then i can figure out something from there but now i don't know i went in there a few times and it was like just do it just don't think about it just go in and just attack it and that is a uh, between that approach to it and Tay's mixing and mastering on my songs I feel like everything is just shot up which has changed the process to um there's been a couple songs where I just like I freestyled the songs and as I'm trying to shoot music videos now I realize like oh I can't learn the words because I never wrote the words and I have to go back and write the words from the song and <laughs> yeah uh try to do that and then I can try to practice the lyrics for the music videos and stuff like that that I'm trying to put out now as I work on other things and um so yeah, the process is the process has changed a bit now because I approached the song structure um like how you were saying mm, um, yeah I think that's good mate I think it's it, it, you can tell that you're evolving um and like you said with the lyrics I think you're, you're absolutely right the you can tell with the first with the earlier stuff that the lyrics are more I think it was Plummy himself who said to me um You've got a lifetime to make your first album and then you've got like 18 months to do your second or something like that it's like uh, you, for your first tracks you've got everything 
in there ready to come out and then once it's out i think a lot of people give up because they they forget they realize they've got nothing else to write about or um they lose it lose interest whereas you have clearly not done that you've you've looked at it and gone right what can i do next how can i make this even better and um you know that comes across in your music um another another thing that i noticed um you don't really swear a lot and or curse a lot as you as you americans say i believe <laughs> um yeah yeah is that deliberate because a lot of rap it's constant cursing um is that a deliberate thing or that is a very deliberate thing um there are some times where there are some lines where the curse word fits perfectly and like you know your head that like if anybody else said it they would say it this way and it would hit just so hard the way this is and you have to be like nah I gotta get creative I gotta go back and try to figure something out um if I gotta rewrite the line or I gotta try to fill, find a similar word similar syllables or something because <laughs> yeah. I do the same yeah. thing myself yeah it's a, I feel like it forces you to be more articulate doesn't it yeah yeah definitely um you know, I keep going back to things that I had to answer on Instagram or had people answer on Instagram, but I, I posted it because um, I was just saying thank you to all the artists who I've worked with who went back and said, um, like, who went back and like either rewrote their lyrics or just chose to not curse in their lyrics at all um, because they know that I don't. And um, somebody asked, like, you know, like, why don't you curse? And I, I was telling them uh, basically just like as a Christian, I don't feel like I should curse because it's just a thing that we're not supposed to do and then um you know who's listening to your music you know kids might be listening uh my parents listen to my music well at least my my dad listens sometimes my mom will go and buy every single thing that i put out and thanks mom i love you uh <laughs> she, she buys every song as soon as i put the song out she's like is this song on my phone already and i'm like no i just put it out today and she's like well come over and put it on my phone um so if I put out something that is like completely vulgar, which I'm not saying I haven't put out anything that's, you know, a little edgy or, you know, with some mm. different content, but uh, I'm not saying she'll, she listens to everything, but she'll buy everything and she'll support everything and she'll hear it at least once. So there has been times where she's called me and been like, uh, so I, I know I had this on my phone for a while, but I've never listened to it until now. And uh, I didn't know you said that stuff. And I was like, yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, um, just probably don't listen to that one all the time. But uh, yeah, yeah I was watching delivered. something um, recently about um, Notorious B.I.G. And his mom was listening to his tracks and was like, what? This is not my son. Um, so, yeah, thankfully, it's nothing too, too extreme. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's on. I think it's on Netflix at the moment in the UK, but I don't know if it's um, don't know if it's on over there, but. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was funny, um, but I think it's a good decision. And um, like myself as well, I do. Um, I'm starting to do some busking, so like if I'm playing live in the street and there's kids walking past, I can do my own catalog without having to worry about, you know, if there's curse words coming up or what to do. Or so that's another thing with you as well. If you ever if you ever do like daytime events and stuff, that that'll land that'll sit in your favour. The fact that you don't, um, you know, it's family friendly. But like you say, there's edgy stuff in there, and in a way, that's even better when you you have to write the edgy stuff without resorting to cursing. That's like a real challenge sometimes, I think. But it is worth Definitely. it. 
Come yeah. yeah, and then it also saves you money because you don't have to like go back and get a clean version of the song mixed or anything mm-hmm. like that. You just yeah. yeah. Sometimes, have you heard clean versions of songs? Like there are they block out the cuss words and they put a different line in there, and it's just yeah. They just put a boing. Doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it doesn't work for me. Or they just silence it, and yeah, it's really strange, but. Yeah, I think you've done the right thing there. Um, so, I mean, honestly, I could talk about this sort of stuff all day, um, but we still got a, the uh, mystery announcement to come at the end of the show. And um, before that, though, what's, um, what can we expect to see from Origin Cross in the future? What new projects are you working on? Um, so I'm actually working on my my project. I've been calling it a project um, because I don't know necessarily what, it is. Um, so the plan was always EP, mixtape, album. Uh, I've put out the EP, um, Journeys Remain Forever. Uh, my dog is attacking me right now. Um, <laughs> I know the feeling. So right now I am working on this project that is still actually currently untitled, but I am, okay, sir, I'm gonna need you to go do something else. Um, it's still untitled there are some options for the title um that i have um and a little uh little something special for the podcast because i haven't given any information about it at all uh one of the leading options right now is faith over fear which actually fits a little bit perfectly like i said with the musical um me always including like my faith in my music and actually the first song on the project also new information is called faith um so that is coming that has a ridiculous amount of features on it uh right now it's sitting at 11 there's going to be at least 12 songs on it though um which is why i'm not sure if i want to call it a mixtape because it's all like you know beats that i've bought okay he wants to say hi. <laughs> this is Belgium. He Belgium. Is, Hello. He is here. Here he is. How you doing there, sir? <laughs> we'll um, uh, we'll get around to interviewing Belgium next week, I think. Uh, please. <laughs> he he obviously needs the attention. Yeah. Um, he loves it. But yeah, so you can expect uh actually a music video is dropping today for a song that I put out Lose Hope um on Halloween last year uh that's coming today the show and tell video came out a week or two ago uh there are going to be at least three more videos all for the project that i'm working on coming out um you can expect a single every month as i've been doing for at least the rest of the year you can expect the project i'm thinking in august um the plan is to upload it in upload it in a couple of weeks uh wherever it may be and then drop it in August. Okay, sir. <laughs> That's amazing, man. It sounds like you've got loads going on. Um, yeah. So yeah, looking forward to, to hearing all that. Um, so um, it's been an absolute pleasure to meet you and to get this time to chat with you because it's not often we sort of get this time in life to just chill out and um, you know chew the fat and learn off each other, um, chat about music, I love it. Um, so before we wrap up, I know you're on Spotify, YouTube, and Instagram at least because I follow you on all of those um, and love everything that you're putting out. Um, so if you just tell the listeners how they can find you, where they can find you. Yeah, so you can find me on just about every platform 
uh, as you said, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, um, Apple Music. Well, not Apple Music, but you can find me on Apple Music currently as Origin. Um, that's one store that still hasn't updated, but on all the streaming platforms and all the social media, another reason why I changed my name is so you can go follow me at origin underscore cross. Yeah. And that's cross with an X, isn't it? Instead of an O. Exactly. C-R-X-S-S. Brilliant. Um, okay. So, uh, thank you very much. And now it is time for the mystery announcement. Um, so we know that Plummy has gone. Um, he was host of this podcast um, for um, pretty much the whole time it's been running and he's left some pretty big shoes to fill. I can't fill them alone. I need a co-host for the podcast going forward. So I'm now revealing that the mystery news is that the co-host has been chosen and the person who's going to be the co-host for the podcast is you, Mr. Origin Cross. Oh, I, I'm, well, thank you. <laughs> You're shocked. I take this as a great honor. Um, I'm glad that I was chosen. Uh, completely out of left field. Did not see this coming. Um, but I will step up to the plate and I will uh, help you make this podcast as great and as awesome and amazing as it can be. Um, yeah, completely out of left field. I, I totally <laughs> didn't expect that. I don't. When, when was this decision made? <laughs> this is the thing with mystery oh. announcements. We just throw you in the deep end and expect you to swim. <laughs> I can't swim, but I'll float. Yeah, yeah, that'll do. Well, yeah, we'll take it. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to working with you. And um, we'll um, sit down next time with another artist. We'll quiz them together. Um, but for now, thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, thanks to NAS founder Ed Eagle, or NAS founder Ed Eagle, I should say, um, the moderating team and everybody in the New Artist Spotlight community. We'll see you all next time. See you. Peace. See you later, guys.